Hello everybody, it's time for another All Natural Raw Thoughts. I'm here with my good buddy, Mitch Murphy, the Red Pill Rapper. What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy to be here, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to have you here. We're just uh, on our way to Kamloops to go to... uh, uh, a camp don't, out? Yeah. Don't say it. <laughs> okay, we're just going to call it a camp out. We're going right. to camp out and have some fun tonight with some friends. Yeah, nothing crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> we just left the Freedom, the, the worldwide Freedom Rally in Kelowna, British Columbia. And uh, speechless. Just so much fun. Like, I can't even... Like, the amount of people there, the amount of love and compassion for everybody. I mean, I, I dressed up as... Rono man. <laughs> I had a giant, I don't know, what is that thing, like three and a half feet long Q-tip. I made a giant Q-tip and I was giving out free anal swabs. <laughs> Did you get any takers? Or I what? had one person bend over, actually. No. Had one person bend over. And it was funny. It was funny. He didn't really want it, but I laughed and, I, and he actually recorded it on his phone while he was doing a live, I think. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Because now he's going to be like, oh, you bent over for the animal swamp. But yeah, it was a Love blast, it. man. Like, uh, I can't, like, like I said, I, got, like, I can't even talk. Like, the yep. words, man. All the of words. us are just speechless. The number of people, man, and just the the energy behind it of having that many people traipsing through Kelowna, man. Right? <laughs> I've been dressing up in a, in a superhero costume, walking around and putting smiles on people's faces was just, you know, that's what I did it for. You know, like, I got lots of pictures taken of me, and, and people just smiling and laughing, and, and that's what life's about, man. Oh, yeah. Right? Like It's powerful, too. You don't know who's ready to go home and blow their brains out tonight, and then maybe that one smile changed their mind, you right? know? We were just talking about that. About how I uh, told a woman 10 years ago that she had a beautiful smile, and she needed to keep passing it on. Ten years later, she came to me and she thanked me for that. And she said she'd never forget it. You know, like you never know the impact that you have on a person. And this movement might have an impact on someone watching it on TV. Yeah. Right? You never know. Yeah, man. We really are the modern subversives. You know, we just we just have forced and injected this alternative propaganda to to combat what we've been hit with. You know what I mean? People are so inundated with it, but now like. They're going to see on CastNet and they're going to see on their news sources like how much noise we made. And people that are driving through, they get to see it. It's it's right. It's got to shatter your whole worldview. If you think like, oh, these crazy anti-maskers, you know, there's just a few of them in that fringe group. And then you see a thousand of these motherfuckers walking downtown. <laughs> smiling, laughing, smiling. having a good time, dancing to the music. Yes. You know? That must be really impactful, man. It's got to be pretty powerful. And you can see it on people's faces too. Right. right? And, you know... We're ones, we're regulars at these Saturday Night Freedom rallies, and to see these new new people come out and to be a part of history when this is being done worldwide, you know, to be a, like we're part of history. Like I, I am so glad to be a part on the right side of it, you know, instead of sitting at home and wondering what I should be doing with my life because this mask is depressing me, making me miserable. We're out dancing with people, hugging and laughing and having a great time. Yeah. You know, like, and that's infectious. You know, like, my, my, one of my signs says, hate is a virus, love is a cure. And it's not just a metaphor. It's the reality of the world. Is that yeah. When you spread love, it actually makes you feel better. And cures illness. Oh. 
you know, and, and I, there's a couple people I talked to, it's like, oh, this is my first rally, and I'm like, or I came from here, I came from there, you know, like, I actually, ha I made a sign that said, worldwide, freedom rally, Kelowna, British Columbia, March 20th, and I, and I gave it to some of our uh, kids, friends, and they walked around and got all these people to sign it, and there's people from all over BC, it's incredible, we had a bus full of people come from <laughs> Vancouver, like, how crazy is that? Well, dude, it speaks to the resistance and yourself and myself. It, it speaks to all of us that were there at the beginning, man, when it was. It was just like 15, 20 people just listening to David Lindsay, like, yammer on. And then just, like, you know, going for a walk and doing these things. Like, um, we got there when it, there was nothing. Like, yep. there was barely anything going on. And, like, we, we all steered the ship. Cause, and I don't want to speak ill of Vancouver at all because I love Vancouver and going down there for those so much fun to go down there too right? I love those guys but I think and like it's not even that anybody's fault because it's it's numbers really but um, they're a lot more negative than we are man they there's are. something about it I don't know what it is if it's just the mainstream media down there mm -hmm. or what there's just like this bubble it yep. seems like a bubble of and I hate to say ignorance is such a it's such a dirty word you know what I mean it's like you're ignorant yeah. it just makes it like I kind of hate that word but Vancouver is full of ignorant people they're walking around with these masks and they're hating on us and it's like well why but there's so many of them you know you go to a Vancouver rally and the, and the atmosphere compared to a Kelowna rally yeah. is completely different like we I mean there's people that bring music on the walks and stuff like that but I don't know what it is man like we have our little meridian there and it's like that meridian is like I, I can't imagine it without it right you know what I mean like we dance and party in the middle of the meridian and we got our microphone and people are coming up to me saying thanks to the music and there's just this vibe about it and I have to give credit to my friend John who comes out to the the, uh, the rallies who one day came out and said we need some music to raise the vibrations that day I left the rally <laughs> I went and bought a, a speaker our friend Jordy and next thing you know we're bringing this music out every Saturday and we're just helping people just have fun and have a great time and it's amazing how much music changes the complexion of any movement yep you know? it's huge man it's huge. huge it's the whole vibe like that there's like a clot just just like the people that walk by and like put the muzzle on because they're walking past us there is like a they think there's like this cloud of corona circling us but when you when you have those speakers bumping i'm telling you man it's like a cloud it, and, and it must be the vibrations like you're saying it's like right? this field around it just that must just be as far as the sound travels there's this cloud of just goodness, man. You know, just like I've never really understood it until the last couple of years, but especially when I did ayahuasca, was that the idea of energy mm -hmm. and how much positive and negative energy is passed around, and it's in, 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 they're both infectious. You know, like no matter what we do, it doesn't dissipate. It, the, these positive and negative energies get passed around, and they they don't just go away. But when you're in this this rally. And there's just so much love and compassion. You feel it. Yeah. It's like you could be one of those people that you're not a hugger. Or, you know, you're not you know that overly social or whatever. But you still feel the love and compassion that's in the, the, the community that's there. Yeah. And that's it changes you. It really does. Like once you come out to one rally and you see the type of people that we are, then you get a different view of it. 
You know, but when you listen to the TV, the black box, the radio, whatever you want to call them, they just, they, all they do is attack us. Yep. You know, like I always have our time with that, that word. And I had them as attack. How does he say that? You know the word. Where they just insult you. What's that word? Oh, like a, uh, ad hominem? Ad, yeah, ad hominem. I can't even say that word. It doesn't roll off my tongue. But, yeah, no worries. Ad hominem. Ad hominem. Ad hominem <laughs> attack. And they yeah. just insult us. You know, like... Today I actually had a global. I went up and took a panoramic view of the the crowd, and Global was standing there and he was kind of videotaping it. Mm-hmm. And I like, took a panoramic view, and then I looked at him and I said, "That's what truth looks like." And I turned around and I walked away. Nice. And he kind of didn't say anything. But that's all I said, because that is the people out there today are the truth. Yep. You know they see the truth. They want the truth. They they believe in the truth, regardless if the science is behind it or not. We just want transparency. And everyone out there sees that we're not getting it. So we're being hated on because all we want is the right to have the answers we need to survive instead of the lies and the seed, the corruption and the bullshit that we're being fed all the time. Look, and just a right to make our own decisions, man. That I can't I can't understand all these people. They just they literally don't want to be in charge of themselves. They they actually don't. They you know like it's I'm, easier. Yeah, man. It's like easier. when I hold up a sign that says legalized church, and you should have seen this one guy, man. He rolls like half his fat body out of his truck, and he's just going. Wait, I can swear on here, right? Yeah. Just fuck you, so. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, just over and over, and I'm going legalized church, man. I ju- I want a legalized church. What's your problem? Yeah, right. And uh, I got a little more mad than I should, but he's just going like, "You're a fucking idiot," and he's just like a, a demon possessed monster, and I'm just thinking like, man, like it's not enough for him to stay home. He's gotta like stand behind this institution that's gonna. Lock up pastors and and do this shit, man, and like beat on peaceful protesters and silent speech. And well, take you the gotta guns. think too is that we are projectors. Yeah. Okay? And this is, you know, we'll, we'll push this into like this topic tonight's episode. I think we can push it into like kind of like talking about children's lives matter because mm-hmm. that's what it's about. And that's why we go to these freedom rallies. Is that you know like, unfortunately, we were we were taught to project our emotions. To blame other people, to to come up with excuses and scapegoats, and never really take ownership for our actions. So when that guy yells and screams at you, it's hard not to take it personal because you think he's actually yelling and screaming because you're sighing. But a lot of times, it's not. Right. That guy might have been just had a, a fight with his girlfriend, and now he needs to expel his negative energy somewhere. Right. Right. And he's not really aware of when or how or whatever but he just lets it out right so you happen to come by in his travels and he sees the size sees somebody on the street having a good time and he's pissed off right because he's pissed because he's pissed off you're having a good time he's gonna give you the finger and he's projecting but he's not really aware of that projection because the ego is a very powerful thing and when the ego controls your emotions what happens is sometimes we project our emotions on other people because these positive and negative energies must be passed around. And in that incident, what happened is that negative energy that he needed to get rid of, you took. So you're taking on his burden. Right. And the problem is that we take these things personable, are personal from other people. 
right? And then we finger them back because it's like, well, why is that guy being an asshole? It's like, well, wait a minute, just step back. I think you're just, you, you're just one of those, you're like a magnet to negative energy sometimes. There's some people that are empaths. You know, like when I grew up, I had five people, five kids that were about my age in high school, I'm in grade nine, slap me up against a locker, all bigger than me. I pick on me and make fun of me and I'm like, I'm fucking four foot nothing, 90 pounds. And I'm like, why are they picking on me? Fucking 25 years later, I realized that I'm one of those people that attract negative energy from other people to get rid of. So a lot of times what happens is like, we're, we're projecting our energy onto someone else and we don't even know we're doing it because we weren't taught to understand it. Because those emotions, we allow those emotions and our ego to control us instead of taking that deep breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, you're 25 years old, I'm 38. And we've both had times in our lives where we've gotten really angry and we've said things we never meant to. Like, 10 minutes later, like, whoa, shit, why did I say that? That was kind of mean. Of that, course, man. Right? It's bad ones. Right? Because you're getting caught up in, in, the, in the moment. You're not living in the moment. You're living in the past and the future and you're allowing your emotions to get the best of you. And I remember being one of those people. Someone would drive by, finger me, and I'd finger him back. Because I I was projecting myself. But now that I understand how this works, it's like now we have to project. Let them project that negative energy towards you. But love really is a cure. You pass on that like, hey, I love you too, man. You're you're basically changing the negative. It's like that negative energy is just going to bounce off you. It's no longer his, but you don't have to take it on. You're just taking the burden of it from him and letting it bounce off you and going somewhere else. Well, yeah, man, I think you're I think you're right. It's kind of just interesting. If you're to think of it in terms of like the Celestine prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. Where, um, it, I don't know, because I think you can see them in it to an extent. I don't want to get too woo-woo, but um, you think of it, that guy out of his car window is just blowing this like black sooty mist towards us. Yeah. But I like to, I do like to think that we are just like a vibrant yellow, you know, vibrating thing. Mm-hmm. As like we're like a collective movement together, and that that fog just like billows all around us and goes away, like yep. can't touch us. And that maybe just the slightest bit of our energy would just slip into his car. And maybe when that guy lays his head down to sleep tonight, he goes, man. I was really angry and those people weren't. I wonder why that is. Right? Because it's, I got a little bit more angry than I should, but in context to how angry I could have gotten or like, um, even like, honestly, it would have been pretty justifiable for me to go, fuck you, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Right? But it wouldn't have helped anything. No. You, you know? It's just and, feeding into that negativity. Yeah. And I hope he thinks about that when he's going to bed tonight, man. And it's like, right? you, know, you can only impact people like that if you stay positive and we should do we should all be so proud of ourselves that we've gotten our, our rally so lit up that Vancouver's organizers came down man. exactly it's right huge. like they're coming down because we have this energy about us we got a bus load of people coming from Vancouver with a population that's like three times the amount we have here yeah because they their movement just can't get any like acceleration and it's like why you know, like I talked about this in another episode, is there's like, there's this social divide, and once you're aware of it, you try to want to work together with other people. Yeah. But we need to really, 
use the weapons they use against us against them too. Oh yeah, I got we talked about it last episode. It was that the manipulation? You know, like question everything, but spell everything wrong in order to grab their attention. Because we need to really grab these people's attention and get them on the right side. Yep. Because you know, it's like we don't hate them. We understand where they're coming from, but the reality is, is we just want them to realize that we're here to help them. Yeah. I think a, a big part of the problem with Vancouver too is they're so focused on the science and the facts, and like uh, that's rich coming from the do your research guy. But man, feelings don't care about your facts. Like these people, they just want to soak up whatever information feels comfortable. And you, you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. there's there are some people that you can get them to look at Stats Canada, and that'll change their mind. Yeah. But as far as the masses goes, you just have to make an emotional appeal to them because feelings don't care about your facts. They're not going to look into the PCR test. They're not going to look into like what's classified as a COVID death. They're not no, going to look at unless the recovery, they see it right? on the n- mainstream media. Exactly, it doesn't make any sense to. But that's what we we all understood that from the beginning is that we'll just have more fun than everybody else, yeah. and they'll come, and they did, right? And there's like you know I stopped these two girls. And she, Put her mask on before she walked up to us. Her one friend had a mask on. She didn't. So she put it on as she walked by. And I stopped and I said, you know what? You need to stop virtual signaling because it makes you look bad. You know, like, we don't hate you. Mm-hmm. But what you just did just made you look dumb. Because mm-hmm. you, you had to go to, out of your way to put the mask on because you want us to believe. Like, well, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it just makes you look like an idiot. And we don't... I don't want to... You know, like say that you're an idiot, mm-hmm. but you know, like you're basically virtually signaling that I should wear a mask. Oh yeah, that's all I thing. And all I'm virtual signaling is I want you to live and let live. Mm-hmm. You wear a mask, I don't wear a mask. Okay, I'm okay with it. You know, like it's really hard because I want to go and talk to people and tell them, you know, like breathe freely, but I don't want to give them a hard time for wearing a mask if they choose to wear one. Right. But I want them to understand that the science that they've been being told by the black box and the mainstream media is bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, you, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a fucking, you know, like a virologist. But when you put common sense together, it's like when you put the mask on, you're breathing your bacteria and all your into the mask and you're sucking it in. It's like, well, no wonder you're going to get a lung infection. Right. You know, it only makes sense because you're building up bacteria. You know, like, you don't have to be a scientist to know these things. Well, yeah, man. That's the other side of it, though, is that when, why we need to be in control of our own lives, especially what's on our face, is, like, they say trust the experts. But, like, I'm like, okay, they're smarter than me, but I put this thing on. It doesn't feel good. I, you know, I don't understand the science of, like, how much bacteria is going to coagulate in that thing. I don't know. But I trust myself. I trust my body. I trust my intuition. It feels wrong. It feels like completely wrong. And I, I do believe that if we were, if that would have kept us safe, God would have put a, some kind of a screen there. You know what I mean? He would have put something there. I just don't get it, man. It well, you know, when, like, back in the day when I grew up, I, the seatbelts weren't a big deal. Right. Everyone just didn't care. Like, I remember living in, like, my parents had one of those GMC vans that had the bed in the back. And the bed never folded up. We just left the bed. So my brother and I would, like, literally roll around in the back of the van around corners we like literally lay out the arms stretched out and every corner we'd make we'd roll across to the other side of the van it was so nice. much fun nice and then the seatbelt problem came out or the seatbelt uh, came out and people well, it's not like they weren't a part of it but then they enforced it 
You know, but you still can't go out into everyone's car and make them force them to wear a seatbelt. Mm -hmm. It's their decision. But now we're being forced to wear this mask. You know, and, and I'm 38 years old, and, and unfortunately, like most people, I've masked my problems with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. So now you want to put a mask on me when I'm finally getting over these problems and I'm, you know, getting a grasp on my emotions, my ego, and, and now you want to put a mask on me and, and make me feel worse about myself again? Yeah. Fuck no. You know, like... And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, right? Like, since when do we have to listen to someone else to tell us how to live our lives? Right. You know, so if someone says, okay, you know what, in order to prevent yourself from COVID, you have to jump out of a, a, a fucking plane. Right. And skydive. Would you do it? A lot of people wouldn't do it. Because I don't, they're like, people are like, I don't want to jump out of a plane. I'd rather die of COVID. Right. But there would be there would be people who'd be jumping out of the plane because they actually thought they were going to die from COVID if they didn't jump out of the plane. It's fucked up. So that sounds hyperbolic, but to put it in a bit of context, hand sanitizer will kill the entire biome on your hands, the entire like the skin flora going on. That's fucking horrible for you, man. And so, and people know that. People know that hand sanitizer is bad for you, and you shouldn't use it unless it's like extenuating circumstances but they do it they they lower their own health for what to save 0.002% of people in nursing homes what's it there's a lot of um, things that we do that we think is healthy for us but it actually isn't yeah, none of these things are healthy and that's a problem you know like because we're not informed we just we think that these companies like Johnson and Johnson who had baby powder oh. that, that created that uh, are like helped cause cancer for years and now they come up with this vaccine they've never made a vaccine before I'm pretty sure it's Johnson and Johnson like don't quote me on this but it's one of them came out one, never yeah. made one before yeah and now they're gonna come out and make one like it's nothing but you gotta believe you know like there was patents on this shit well before COVID came out mm -hmm. so the belief is that uh these vaccines. Do you want to wait till we're out of Vernon, maybe? Well, I don't care. Just thinking. Uh, so anyway, these vaccines have patents on it. There's like the patent on the fucking vaccine. There's a patent on the, the contract tracing. There's patents on these things well before coronavirus came out. The one for the contact tracing is a Rothschild or Rockefeller too. Yeah, and it's like zero six zero six six zero six. And go look it up, okay? So I'm not trying to bullshit here. But the point is, is like. I don't think they just made it because they need two or three years to make it, right? So I think this was done in like 27, 2017, 2018. They started making the vaccine and that's why they were able to bring it out so quickly because they've already produced it. Right. They were already on the, like already doing it and, and the media and everybody thinks it's just coming out because that's what it seems like. Yeah. But they've had this plan for a long time. I should think so. Yeah. Of course they did. I mean, yeah, Klaus, or Klaus Schwab wrote a book about the Great Reset recently. But, you know, like, you don't write a book, like, just out of the blue. A book takes a few years to write. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just because the book came out in 2019 doesn't mean he wrote it in 2019. Well, they've had these plans for a long time. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it's right underneath our mask cover noses, and people just don't give a shit. Yep. Well, yeah, man, when I'm talking to people, I really try to keep it at level one. 
and I try I yeah, try not to get into it, but I feel safe with you, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I feel safe with you here, and um and like my my own thoughts on it on this side of things is that like, dude, I have no doubt that it's possible that this like SARS-CoV-2 doesn't even isn't even a fucking thing, man. I have no doubt mm. because like people and people say, oh, how many people would have to be in on it, you know? Texting the followers, but they. Uh, not many people would have to be in on it. Everybody down the chain is just doing their job with mm-hmm. tunnel vision, and they're not looking at anything, you know? The 9 to 5. Yeah. We're slaves to society. You get up every morning, you go to work, you come home, and you fucking play your video games, or you fucking have a couple beers or whatever, and, you know, you do your thing. Right. Right? And you're stuck in the... And that's the, that's the Matrix. Which yeah. people understand. It's like, Keys Creek I never understood the Matrix when I first watched the four, first four of them, or Doc three of them, or whatever. It, it, when I did Ayahuasca... And I felt the energy that it, it felt like I was Neo in the Matrix when he, he turned into orange and he was all like just pure energy. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I'm so powerful. I was like, man, ayahuasca was like that. And But we're, you know, like we're told that we're not powerful. Right. We, you know, like you and I have our differences on religion and there's nothing against that. There's no problem with that. Right. I mean, myself is I believe you have to understand that you're a god yourself. You have to understand your own power. So if there is a higher being, you really need to understand your own power before that higher being is going to really embrace you. You know, so for me, it's like I'm not religious because, you know, maybe God hasn't reached out to me because I haven't really found myself yet. Yeah. So maybe, you know, like that's the thing is that just because religion is out there doesn't mean we have to hate each other because we have our differences. Absolutely, man. And, and that's I, the problem. And I do believe he's he's calling your name. You know what I mean? And, um, he reveals himself to different people differently. It's kind of... I was talking to my parents about that, about how, like, my my Jesus and my God is different than theirs. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, different people, we experience it differently. Um, and I don't know. I'm not um, trying to save you, you know what I mean? No, 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 <laughs> but, man. We're saving each I, other regardless, man. We're here as a team. Oh, yeah. You know, but like... I sure... Man, I, that's one thing I appreciate about uh, Flat Earthers is that they... They have this concept that um, the elites want us to think that we are random, blissful, and floating, but the reality, and just to be clear, this isn't actually my belief, I'm just saying yeah. it's what I appreciate about them, but but they're saying that, in reality, we are special. This planet is special, it's made for us, by God, mm-hmm. because he loves us, and he has a plan for us. And um, I think that there's a lot of, I don't agree with the flat earthers in that sense, but I do think there's, the reason it resonates is because there's a lot of truth there. Like, we are so special for people that think we're just animals they're out of their fucking minds dude there's so much about this planet that we don't know about mm-hmm. i seen a meme the other day and i'm not a flat earther round earther fucking donut earther at all anymore i don't even know what to believe because there's just so much information yeah trust me there's so much information on it that you can find whatever you want like i, I we talked about this in another episode where i uh talked to my 12 year old sister and my my nephews that are 14 and 11 and I was like, you know, you can look up round earth, flat earth, and donut earth, and you can find information on either one of them. So really, what's the truth? Right. Right? So, but the idea is that you have to learn your own. But there's a lot about this planet that they aren't telling us about, you know? And that's the problem, is that we're so in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be the most intelligent planet person on the pl- planet. It doesn't make you the most intelligent person on the planet. Like, that's just a label. Oh, yeah. Because if you think you're the most intelligent person on the planet, you're not going to succeed further than what you are. Because there's no such thing as an expert. Because if you're an expert, 
if you think you're an expert, you're not willing to learn. You're not being open-minded. And that's the problem with the world today is everyone thinks they're better than everyone else when when you should leave everyone better than you found them. You know, like, because everyone you meet, you should learn something new from if you're willing to be open-minded. Yeah. Right? But a lot of, you know, and I was one of those people too. I was stubborn. I was stuck in my ways. And, you know, now I understand people and I've taken psychology courses. I've taken dark psychology courses. I'm learning about emotions. I'm learning about people. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We are so much more complex than we'll ever know. Oh, yeah. But the reality is, is we work together as a collective. We are so powerful, you know. And that's why church is such a powerful thing. And I think that's why they're shutting it down. Because they realize the positive energy that it brings. And it brings people together. And they don't want people coming together. Yep. That's why they're trying to stop these protests and going against the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Because they know that when the people stand united, Mm -hmm. they fall. And we stand. And when we rise, when we build each other up and we rise up together, the people come out on top, man. History shows it. The people will win when they come together and stop fighting each other. That's how it's always been. We fight each other because of what we're being told. The other side believes. But if we all could sit down, if Diaper Dave could just take a fucking Xanax and sit down with us for a while, he'd see that we're not... Diaper Dave's hilarious because he comes and talks to everybody and like acts like he's part of the group almost. Mm -hmm. Like I've never actually talked to him, but I've seen him today. And he was all like, oh, he was kind of laughing and giggling. And then he laughed and walked away. And I was like, and then someone's like, why does he just take off his mask and realize that he's with us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he did the other day. He took it off. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce had it on video. They were having a chat. Bruce is funny, man. He gets so pissed. And like, <laughs> luckily Diaper Dave could kind of take it. Cause Bruce is like, he's a good guy, but he, he you know, he's kind of yeah. aggressive. And he's just saying, like, it's medical fraud and you're a part of it and you're all going to get locked up for crimes against humanity. <laughs> he's like, and I, I think he's right, but it's just di- Diaper Dave's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you say, like you say, level one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I have a hard time with that too. Is like, I'm almost like a, I'm probably not as bad as Alex Jones. <laughs> but I do sometimes just go on a whim and where I just keep talking, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know? And if people, like, we were talking about this when we go into a store and someone's like, wear your mask. We're like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. You know, and sometimes probably hear, people hear that after I, I talk too much. So I'm trying to, you know, and this is where communication and understanding emotions and understanding yourself come into play. Because then when you understand yourself a little more and you understand communication better, you understand that you need to work on your own communication. Like, you think you might be the best communicator, but it's like, no, actually, everyone has to improve. Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen you though, man. You you have improved, absolutely. And you're, oh, we all you all have. You like just. I want to tell this story kind of from my perspective for the people because you and I were walking away from the rally together, going back to our cars, and this family was walking by, and like mom, dad, and two daughters, and the one daughter wasn't wearing a diaper on her head, and the one was pro- what do you think? She was 12, 13, something like that. She might have been over twelve. Yeah, so- she she had one on. But her and, parents um, didn't. Her mom did, though. Her mom put one on. Oh, did she? Yeah, she wasn't oh, okay. wearing it originally. And then she put it on. Her okay. mother did, because I seen her before we walked over there. Yeah. But they, they started asking us, you know, what are you guys here for? What's going on? And just very non-confrontational. And um, Chris just, like, stepped up to the plate. And he's going, yeah, you know, we've just taken note of the fact that uh, they're trying to split us up. They don't want us coming together. If you look at Event 201, this, has been, this is a plan that's been in place for a long time. Yeah. Gave them the, the, the document from the human rights tribunal of british columbia 
um, that says people list, un- yeah. yeah kids under 12 shouldn't wear them um, here's what exemptions are all these things you just boom 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 laid it out in like a solid case and you're like you're and the, you're welcome and the guy <laughs> the guy's like I support you Appreciate yeah yeah, yeah almost he didn't almost didn't have anything to say because he was kind of like holy like he didn't expect that's what we were there for yeah it's like almost he thought we were like oh yeah we're anti-maskers we're like bah, 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 you know like right because that's the impression the media gives oh. is that we're just these you know hateful people that just don't care about anyone <laughs> and it's like the complete opposite well so much love and compassion i i think this is some gravy something that i realized the other day is that um part of what makes their propaganda so good and powerful is that they they make the people think that we're angry anti-maskers. It'll yell at you to take the mask off. And so they listen to our podcast or they hear us talking out in a restaurant or these things. And they'll they'll hear us getting heated up and going, I hate this fucking Petri dish on my face, man. I would never want to wear this thing again. And so that they, they have a preconceived notion. And that, what we're saying, feeds, like, builds on their preconceived notion. Instead of them making up their own mind on what we are, we it just builds on that. Because if they had a non-bias, if they hadn't heard anything about that, and they heard us talking like that, they would probably just go, yeah, I don't like wearing these things either, you know, it's kind of a pain. But instead, we were in a group, and we, we act, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and that's, just, that's funny, it's like you said that, it's like... The only reason they wear them is because the government, the WHO, and the or the CDC and all these organizations tell them to. Right. It's like guaranteed they don't really want to wear them. Right. Like who really wants to wear a mask? It's insane. Like, Some people do, they, but they just love being told well, they, what to no, do. They, well, they wear it because they think they have to, mm. because they think they're helping out people. Right. It's not that they want. I don't think anyone wants to wear a mask. They just do because they they have this 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 belief, this moral value to them that it's saving somebody. Right. And, and I, you know, like it's hard not to have that empathy for that belief, but it's like, okay, well, I understand that we should care for people, but what happened with the flu every year? Right. We never gave a shit about the flu. I don't know how many times I went sick. We've talked about this before that I went to work sick because I, like, I had to work. And they're like, well, no, we really need you. Right. Me and too. they're like, well, I can't come in. I'm sick. And they're like, well, we need you. So you went in sick. Because, oh, yeah. Right? And it's like, well, we didn't care then. You know, like, and then all of a sudden the government cares about you. They don't give up. They don't. Seven million kids go missing every year. Seven million people died of hunger last year. And, yeah. You know, cancer. The senior citizens are dying left, right, and center. And they're not helping them when they boost their immune systems. No, they're shoving them all in together. And compromising their immune systems, lowering their vibrations by not letting their family see them, and it's like, what is going on with this world? Yeah. And the, the reality is, they they want to depopulate the world. Mm-hmm. Georgia Guidestones talks about five hundred million, and it's believed they want to actually depopulate the world. Thirteen out of fourteen people, from what I've heard. Wow, man. Which is crazy. That's a lot of people, man. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people. <coughs> it is. Like, why? Like, I don't understand why they have to control that. Like, actually, I do get it. Why they want to depopulate the world as much as they do. Because it's easier to control a small amount of people than it is a fucking larger population. Of course. You have too many individuals and too many groups to control them all. But if you lower the population with vaccines and pharmaceuticals and make them sick and just make them just break down their wills, you can control them. That's what they want. Agenda 21. Do, you, do people think that Justin Trudeau 
lays down in his bed at night and goes, oh, what can I do to help the people of this country tomorrow? Do, do people actually, I know, that's a serious question, man. I want to, mm-hmm. that actually makes me want to ask, reach out to some of my friends and ask them, like, do, do, you, do they actually think that he's emotionally invested and, like, cares and thinks about what he can do to better our lives? Because to me, that's common sense that he doesn't give a fuck. None of these people care. No. The politicians are all sociopaths. They don't give a fuck about you. They care about getting elected and getting their, you know, their hands wiped with fresh bills. Like, they don't care. Right? I thought everybody knew that. <laughs> well, the fact of the matter is, is Trudeau is corrupt. Yeah. And he's not, and like, I don't know how many people in the population know it, but yet, what are we supposed to do about it? It's like the guy needs to go. He's committed treason more than once. He's committed fraud more than once, and he's getting away with it. Yeah. And this country is just it has no spine, you know. And it's sad to see. But, you know, like we were out at our rally today. There was rallies over. I was actually in the dollar store last night, and I walk and I go to the one by the Costco, the Dollarama by Costco in Kelowna, because they they honor my the mask exemption. Nice. They never give me hassles or nothing. And I walked in there, and there was another guy not wearing a mask. And I was like, right on, buddy. Breathe freely. And he gave me a thumbs up. And then I walked around, and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, dude. What are you doing tomorrow? There's a rally downtown. The worldwide mega rally. He's like, yeah, man, I know. I'm going to Calgary's. I'm leaving for Calgary's, like, in an hour. I'm like, good for you, bud. And this is in Kelowna. Nice. So it's nice that even though we had people come from other places, other people were going elsewhere. I mean, we had people from the resistance drive to Saskatchewan because we had people come from Saskatchewan to Kelowna. <laughs> like, this, this, this is real con- shit. This is what this country's about. The love and support throughout the country. Yeah. You know? We get people like Vlad from Hugs Over Masks, who originally was from Toronto, and has moved his movement to the west, to Western Canada, to Vancouver, and he's coming to Kelowna and all over BC now. It's like... It's like... It's because they... I don't get it myself. Is why BC is kind of lackluster on the, on the restrictions. Other than the fact that I think the CCP runs this province. And there's right. a lot of, you know, like, CCP member, like, Chinese military sitting in the wings waiting for the, the phone call. Well, like, I, what else is there? Like, why, why are our lockdowns not as shit? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I have been hearing some crazy shit. And I've, that um, Art, my pastor at the Harvest... And several different, like, faith leaders from churches that have stayed open, they've all had visions, like, going back months, of a wave coming over into the into British Columbia, man. A lot of people are being called, and I, I say God, and just for you and the listeners, that's, um, I don't mean it as an open term, but it is an no. open term, to whatever your interpretation is. But they, these people have, have been given visions, and they believe that God is coming into this province, and I... Dude, I really believe it because I'm telling you, man. It was um, I a year before Corona. I was I remember saying to my girlfriend at the time, she's my ex now. I remember saying, we can't live in a big city. We were in Edmonton, and I was just saying we can't live in a city. This is a house of cards. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but we gotta get out. And she did not want to, and we did. We moved to to the Okanagan, moved to West Kelowna from Alberta. Yep. And six months later, Corona. <laughs> and uh, I believe that. Whether I didn't know it at the time, but I believe that I was being called here. Well, look what you're, you've done. You've got your the red rap, red pill rapper show. You've got your your the rap thing going on, man. You were doing wonders. Thanks. You're getting man. great guests on your show. Like we had Chris. Sorry, I don't remember his last name. Uh, 
it's I can't remember either. Yeah, Chris, he, he's fighting across Billboard the Billboard Chris. Billboard Chris, he's fighting across the, this, this great country about transgenderism and, and puberty blockers on kids and, you know, like he just got attacked in Vancouver and he came out to our rally and was just, he had so much love and compassion for everybody there because everyone was accepting to who he, what he was doing, you know, and, and it, and that's good because it, the reality is it, they're trying to destroy these kids. Yep. You know, it's bad enough that we weren't given the tools to understand our emotions and stuff like that. But these kids nowadays, they're taking away their identities, man. You can't be a he or a she, and then they're giving them puberty blockers to five-year-old kids. Ugh. It's ridiculous. They yeah. give them Lupron, dude. Lupron is used to chemically castrate sex offenders, and they give it to kids. They want to basically get rid of our identities so that, you know, 50 years from now, these kids can't fight back. Yeah, dude. They but they they want unity in the most sick and twisted version of that word. They want one race. Force unity. They want one political belief, like one religion, which is scientism. You know what I mean? They want all this stuff. And like when I say race, I'm no white Nash. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, right. I don't roll like that. But I. It is like a thing. Is that they don't want you to like be. Gosh, God sure as fuck knows they don't want you to be proud to be white, right? No. And they definitely don't want. They want you to be ashamed of that because they, don't they like want black everybody people at all. Yeah, but they want everybody to be mulatto. They want everybody to mix, and it's like, um, I don't have a problem with people mixing. That's not my issue. No. But my issue is that they don't decide for us. You know what I mean? Like, no. like the com TV commercials don't tell me that I have to like certain things. You know what I mean? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> and no. just to be very clear, I'm not saying anything about against race mixing for myself or anyone else. I'm just saying, you know, like, I said it before. Be the, racism, the only reason racism exists is because it's exploited into being the problem. Yeah. You know, like Morgan Freeman, Freeman said it. You know, he's like, we have a black month, uh, Black History Month. You have a White History Month. Do you want one? The guy's like, well, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm he's Jew. like, well, do you want to be? Do you want a Jewish History Month? He's like, no. I'm like, I don't want a Black History Month either. You know what it's doing is it's exploiting the social divide. You know, and this movement that we have in Kelowna, it's it's exploiting love and compassion for people and bringing back the humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's we have our differences out there, but we still have we just love everybody. We don't care. A, per, a, a random stranger comes up to you and says, "Hey, I love your music, man. Can I give you a hug?" You're not going to say no because that's what it's about. It's being free. You know, we're not afraid anymore. Fuck no. You know, and that, you know, like this fear mongering tactics they're using to scare the people is just getting ridiculous. That's because they just want us to be sick. They want us to be afraid. They want us to be like hating on everybody so that they can get what they want. Yeah. And it's sad. It's really sad that a lot of people don't see it. People buy it too, man. And they think they're virtuous for staying home. You know what? I felt like that at one point when I stayed home for three weeks. Sure. You know? But now I feel virtuous for going out to rallies and doing my part and helping save the freedom, the rights and freedoms of the future generations. Yeah. You know, because they don't have a voice. You know? And it's hard enough that we weren't given the tools to understand ourselves. You know? I grew up really fast. I had siblings at a young age. I was changing diapers and cleaning bottles at like seven years old. You know, and then my mom, she had kids young. She didn't know how to grow up either because she didn't, wasn't given those tools. So if we can change this generational thing that we've been going through and show these kids love and compassion and how to tolerate and accept their own egos and their own emotions, we can create a different world. 
right now, they're trying to divide that. They're trying to make everybody, like, just hate on themselves, let alone other people. It's sad. The world is, like... Like, look at back when we were kids, man. Like, I, I mean, I got 13 years on you. There was still a lot more love and compassion 13 years when you were born than there is now. You know, like, love thy neighbor. You know, I used to knock them when you needed sugar, you'd lock, knock on your neighbor's door. You know? Now, you, you know, like, I'm, my own dad owns a moving company. And I help him out from time to time. And I have these customers, and they're like, oh... I told them that I do tile and flooring and I help my dad every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, we could get you to do some tiling. They mentioned that their neighbor was a contractor. And I was like, oh yeah, well why don't you ask them? And he's like, well we don't do that. We don't associate with our neighbors. Oh. And I was like, oh, why is that? And they go, well, because if something happens then you got to live next door to them. Oh. And I was like, okay, well that kind of makes sense. But that, I mean, that just proves of what the world is going these days. Right. You know, like, no trust. No trust. You know, there's no faith in people anymore. You know, and it's sad. You know, like, it really is. But I'm glad to be a part of history. You know, like, this March 20th, mega worldwide freedom rallies all over 40 different countries, if not more, around the world. And our little town in Kelowna with, like, what, 130,000 people or something? I don't even know what it is in population. I'm not sure. Like, I don't even know off the top of my head. I think it's a little more than that. I could be wrong. But regardless, our little town in the central BC is, is making movements across this country. Yep. And it's amazing to be a part of. Making a ton of noise, you know, man. You, you know, we're just small pieces, the, the cog in the, in, the, in the big wheel. But I'd rather be that small piece than not be a part of it at all. Well, we're in the books. We're in the books, We're in man. the books, dude. Because we like, Great. our crew, we're in every media post yeah, you know right. what I mean all the mainstream shit like this will be they will teach about this in schools you know unless they just don't want them to know <laughs> well and that's but. part of the I think you know it sucks because I think that's part of the reason um, they're getting rid of the, you know, yeah let's do that oh, right. uh, getting, I think they're getting rid of the senior citizens they're putting them in homes and getting them sick and they're, mm -hmm. they're making them die which is like genocide it's because they're trying to get rid of history you know all these old people have a lot to say they came from the holocaust you know, I, I posted a video the other day about Edith Eva Egger, who came out after 20 plus years of, of being silent, and she, she survived the Holocaust, lost her family right. to the Holocaust, and she finally came out and went and went there and like and faced her demons and faced her fears, and it was just so heartwarming. And she's like, you know, I'm so glad I came out and spoke out because everyone needs to know what what can happen if people just don't realize and wake up to the reality that the world isn't what they think it is. Yeah. Because it's not. And that's the big red pill, isn't it? Right. You know, it's it's not what we've been told. And what, like that means different things to different people, man. But that's the cool thing about our rallies is that everybody, because we got all people, man. We even got a few Q, QAnon stragglers left. We got Flat Earthers. We got... Um, I'd say the majority of us, though, they, we just kind of know the basics. Like, we know 9-11, Rothschild Rockefeller, yeah. Bohemian Grove. Like, we know kind of the baseline stuff. But we all just... The one thing that we all are aware of is that it's not what we're told. It's not what we're told. No. And we need to be able to both rely on what we can see, taste, smell, touch, and feel. And you can't let other people that have more power than you tell you what the fuck to do, man. Because they don't know. These fucking... These people, they don't know. 
They don't know what's best for you. They don't know what's best for me, and they don't care. Well, I think they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do. What do they? They think it's what's best for them because they have an agenda. Right. Oh, and that agenda is to, to world domination to take over. You know, like I don't. I, you know, like why would you want to have control of everybody? I just don't get it. Why do you want to like? Because there's there's something we don't know. You know, like every person that goes to a rally has their own information that they know. And we all have, you know, relatively some things that we can we can relate to. But at the end of the day, we all have our own minds. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And we're such individuals, we've told me. And I just love being a part of it. You know, we're going to look back at this 10 years now and be like, man, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad I was, I, I was there for that. Me too, man. You know what I mean? I really am. I'm so glad that we were there for that. And thank God we didn't stay home, dude. We we actually lived our lives this year. Right. Can you imagine how hard it's going to be for anybody to, like, come out of their house for the first time and, like, chase a dream? Dude, there's there's people that literally... There was a gentleman I heard that went on to these, these uh, pages on Facebook, and he talked about our, how... Yeah, uh, how there's these groups of people who literally think they're gonna die if they leave their house. Yep. Right? Like they haven't left their house in six months, if not longer. Because they honestly believe this virus is like the most deadliest thing on the fucking planet. And I'm not I'm not saying at one point I didn't believe it was. But the reality is is these people are stuck in their homes never and, and they're scared. You know, and I wish I could reach out to them and say, hey, guess what? You're not alone. Because we were afraid too at one point. Yeah. You know? Man, I see these people because I'm a service plumber, right? Like, I go to people's houses every day. Yeah. And um, it's, I see them. And they they haven't left. Talked to one lady said she, they, they've left to get groceries and that's it. And, um, like, holy shit, dude. I, they, they're so messed up in the head. They're so messed up. And, like, what people... People underestimate like how bad this shit is for you to be isolated and to be muzzled to, to have these things done to you because man these people have, have dreams right and they have trained themselves for a year to be a slave to be their own slave master and to be a, living in a prison planet and they like they're not gonna come out more ambitious you know what I mean like now they've got a whole nother layer of programming to break and it's gonna be damn near impossible for these people man like how many people are gonna like that want to start a Hulu business or want to like, you know, like to try to get a music career going? Like, how many of them are gonna come out of their house for the first time in a year and do it? Like nobody, man, because they're they're trained. That's it. Once you wake up and realize that you have more power to be yourself than you ever did before, it's empowering. Because I'm I'm sympathetic to what and because I, I disagree with you. That's okay. But I'm sympathetic to when you say that, like, I am a god, you know? I don't agree with that, but I, I think I understand it, because, and I used to believe that myself. Um, is that, like, we are the masters of our own universe. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, when Corona first went down, I was telling Jordy this the other night, that, and it's kind of, like, heavy to talk about now, because I wouldn't talk about it before because it was insane. But when I used to go to these rallies, there was like 15 people, and like I, lo- I had no friends left over it, you know. And yeah, like right. my life fucking sucked for a while. I would sit and I would manifest and I would imagine myself rapping to a, like thousands of people at a protest, 
and I would think about what I, what I do with my hands, what would I do, and I, because I, I, I have this belief that you can manifest your own reality. And today, man, I stood in the back of that pickup truck and I performed my song Tiki Torch, which is the one I, I used to like visualize myself performing. I performed that song to like, what, 800, 1,000 people. And they, like, when I chant, they chant, like, holy shit, dude, I, I really right. did it. Right. And, man, when people find out that they have that power to manifest your reality like that, shit's going down, dude. Like, if we can get enough people to understand that, that you can you can just decide what happens to you. That's exactly it. So I'm not saying there's no God. You have to realize that you are a God yourself, in a way. Because you manifest and create your own thoughts alone in your own head. Mm -hmm. Like, you can close your eyes and think of whatever you want and create it. Yep. You know? So to manifest that in three-dimensional consciousness is a little more difficult, but... And I'm wanting to talk because I have part time with it myself, but I'm starting to understand a little better, is that you have to just believe it. Yep. Yeah, believe it's, it's hard possible. Believe. But if, you know, like, for someone who's religious who believes in a god, why can't you believe in yourself? Yep. You have to believe in yourself first because it's important. So... That's kind of where we agree. I think where we disagree is that I think once you hit a certain point, you can't do it yourself. It's yeah. like at a certain point, you need you need help you from need other God's, people, God's an, guidance, you know, like someone above or whatever it is. You need help from other people or other beings or whatever you want to call them. You still need help. Yeah, you can never do anything on your own. For sure, man. No, but I I know for myself, I've just been kind of hands off the wheel. Like let Jesus just tell me where to go, and I do it. And that seems to have been, like, I don't know, man. I, it, I can relate to that. I kind of, I, you know, I learned not to take life too serial. You know, I remember I have that saying is, life's a little fruit loop from time to time, but if you check your lucky charms, you can be a little more cheerio. So I tried to live in this life and not taking life so seriously and just kind of living with the, going with the flow, you know, and then not worrying too much about the past and the future, and just kind of letting things be, living in the time, living in the moment, you know? Instead of just stressing so much about what I should do or shouldn't do, you know, because the word life, the word that's in the middle of it is if. What if you do? What if you don't? So we are always going to question everything we do, right? But it's just realizing that sometimes you just got to jump. Take that step. Yeah. Because if you don't take action, you're never going to know what you're capable of. And people will talk shit. People will laugh. But when you're on your deathbed, are you going to think, oh, thank God nobody laughed at me. <laughs> thank God nobody made fun of me. Thank God right. nobody thought I was an idiot or I was crazy. Fuck it, man. We're all going to die. Just do it. Right? So, you know, did you think like six months ago your show would be going where it is? No, it's because you made a choice to do it. Right. You wouldn't be where you are today without making that, that leap. You know? Absolutely, man. And Matt, like just to pat myself on the back and like I hope that... Uh, by proxy, you can pat yourself on the back too. Like I am so proud of myself, man. Because I you should be mad when I I lo I gave up all my friends. I, and like this is like kind of when I was newly saved or just before sort of thing. No, <laughs> I don't really roll like this anymore. I had like girls that like were very attractive that were interested in me. Yeah. And when I came out with my thought criminal shit, they were not having it. Yeah. And so like as like a young man, that's like a hard thing to be to just like. Okay, give that and up. Coming from a guy who's been single for a long time because of my opinions. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm, I'm very misunderstood. Thank I you, get man. it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about being yourself. And it's hard not to be yourself. And right now, I think both of us, where we're going to are uh, realizing that we can be ourselves and we're accepted for that because of these people that we've met at the rallies. 
Yeah. And you yourself, you should give a pat yourself on the back because the guests that you're getting on your show, you're doing God's work. Yeah. You know, you really are. And people love your show, man. Like, I love your show. I listen to it all the time. You know, and, and I'll even plug Jack for giving you the opportunity. Yeah. You know, Jack Lassen, you know, thought criminal in his own right. Totally. Totally. You know, but uh, we're getting to a point where our hour is coming up, so we should probably um, end this pretty quick. But, wrap it up. Yeah. Man, what a day. And it's not even over. We're going to a, a camp out. <laughs> it's an illegal rave, right? okay? It's an illegal we're rave. We're going to go be some fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and just have a blast and just live free, be free, and, you know, be brave and just, you know. Live. Yeah. Live, man, brother. Like, today was just, like you said to talk about it, it, it you can't even express it in words to, to really get people to understand it it's something you have to go and experience yourself yeah and I'm glad to share that with you and, and everyone out, out that came even the newbies that came out today it was just like you know everyone's a fucking superhero today that came out to that rally yeah man you know yeah it's what I saw even though I was the one wearing the cape and you were wearing a cape I had the superhero costume but I just felt like everyone there just was their own superhero and it's, it's such a good fucking feeling to see all these people just have love and compassion just for other human beings again love it dude right. well put take care of you people be brave live free take your vitamin D and hug your family you only got one life man don't give it up for the what the this bullshit on the news man live live your life right have some fun Remember to stay all natural, my friends. Always. Be yourself. In a world of fakes, be yourself. Have a good weekend. We'll talk soon. Love you. Don't forget to check out the Red Pilled Rapper Show. Thanks, man. Mitch Murphy, check it out on YouTube. Yeah, you'll love it. Better than this one, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Not this episode, man. Not this episode. Exactly. Lit up. Because you're on it. Nice job. Okay, folks. Have a great night. We'll talk soon. Peace.